Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity, and if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. All right, here we are. Uh, another episode of Stuart Huff's obsessive curi. Hey, I met you a guy. Almost got what? it out. What? You were almost there, Stuart and then Huff's obsessive. Hey, I met a guy. <laughs> I met a guy. I met a guy. <laughs> obsessive distractions. <laughs> I met a guy. Okay. Uh, meet. I don't know. Is is t- is texting now meeting? I think so. Yeah. Isn't that? It's, if you're it's a dating. Friend, so yeah, right? it should it's be dating. Yeah. 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 No. You so, text with a guy. So I get a, a, a text from a comic buddy of mine who says, uh, where are you this week? And I said, I'm in Frankfurt recording a podcast. I've never done that before. And he goes, oh, yeah, what's it called? And I, you know, I auto-corrected to eventually got it to obsessive curiosities, right? right. I couldn't remember how to spell either one of those words. <laughs> so I said, it's called Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. And he texted back. He goes, what were the other choices? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a comic. That, that, well, yeah. yeah. So, you, yeah, okay. All right. So I have a uh, marketing background. Stuart, I think we're on to something. You have a marketing there. background? Yes. Are you serious? I really do, yeah. What does that mean? Like you've thought about it in the past? No, I was I used to work in marketing. Yeah. Let's just skip all this and dive right into this episode cuz I'm excited. I like this podcast. Let me tell you that because I I literally have to get do nothing. I just show you up. Show right. up. Yeah. I don't I have to I have to bring no jokes, no stories from right. my life. Right. I just like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm here. So yeah. And if you here. have a story, it's even better. Right? Yeah, you throw yeah. it in. But I'm, I'm not asking annoying questions like why are you still doing comedy or yes. you know, why did you start? Didn't you used to live in a motorhome? Like none of that. I none just, of that. Yeah. Right. Nobody I cares just, about that. I bring crap out and I say, Hey, look at this. I found right. this in Arkansas. And you go, What? What were you why doing in why didn't you buy this? Yes. Don't you have bills? Why did you? Yeah. And then uh, we do that crap for an hour and think about renaming it, and then we'll go eat. Right. Exactly. That sounds fantastic. All right. So we have uh, Matt Holt here, wonderful Hello. comedian, India, for, formerly right. Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes. Now native of Frankfort, Kentucky. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell the entire story, but yeah, I'm going to I'm going to hit the highlights on this story. Okay. The First time, I believe it was the first time I met Matt. And if it wasn't, then I don't care. I'm going to make it the first okay. time. I know the first time, but go ahead. I met Matt Holt. Was we, A bunch of comics went to a diner after a show. Happened to be sitting across from Matt. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Billy Squire <laughs> comes on. Yeah, the, his one hit. Matt is just about to tell me he had two. But Billy's one hit. No, I'm not going to give him that. Okay. Stroke me? Stroke man. Yeah, the stroke. Stroke me. The stroke. It was 1982. Yeah, it was the stroke. The stroke? Yeah. And then what was that other semi? Uh, Yeah, uh, he had Lonely as the Night, I think, was one, too. But no one cares. Okay. So Billy Squire comes on, uh, you know, the the radio there in in the diner, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Matt gets a look on his face. And I don't know this guy, right? I don't know Matt Holt. Uh, and Matt gets a look on his face of anger. And it's not like, it's he's kind of mad that Billy Squire's playing. And he starts telling me this beautifully long, <laughs> gorgeous story about how Billy Squire screwed him when he was a kid. Not, not literally, not but literally. like... Bill, not, it like, wasn't my Me Too moment. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> when Matt was a teenager... Not on the first time you meet. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not when there. Matt was a teenager, he loved Billy Squire. Now, right then, I like this guy, Matt Holt, you yeah. know, because 
it's not the Beatles, it's not Hendrix, it's not the Almond Brothers, it's Billy Squire had hooked Matt's heart. It was the 80s. Well, it was the 80s. Come on. You know, okay. Well, Dude, it was either that or Brian Adams back then. Ooh, you know what I mean? That's, that he's Canadian. Choices. I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and he begins to tell me how he he read an article. He loves Billy Squire. He's got his posters on his wall as a really? child. Posters on Th- your thank wall. You. Well, thank you. Thank you, Tom Simmons. Wait, hold on. Wait, you can you of all people, right? Based on what this podcast is about, hey, don't you uh, cannot get on me about having a poster I on just, my wall. I just said I loved you. I know that. For I'm just saying, you, Billy Squire, was the one <laughs> that, hey. that that spoke to your soul. You and can't I help what your favorite color is, right? I immediately liked you. I know. I appreciate that. Immediately, because if you said, you know, I used to love men, men without hats, I'd be like, yeah, that's great, you know. But no, Billy Squire. I thought you were going men at work. Minute work. That's where I thought you were going. Minute work. Minute work. Minute work was my yeah, and they were good. So, Tom Simmons. I just introduced him. Tom Simmons. We need. He's talking. So right. No. Absolutely. Know what's good. All right. So uh, Matt says I had Billy Squire's posters on my wall, and I loved him, and I listened to his music all the time, and blah blah blah, and and I'm listening to this conversation in this diner, and then he said, and then Billy Squire did an interview in Circus Circus Magazine, Circus Magazine, which was you know what was a a rock magazine, rock magazine in the eighties, yeah. And in the interview, they asked Billy Squire, do you, you know, you make music for your fans. So do you remember the question? Yeah, Is it they, still they eating said, away at you? <laughs> they asked the question about uh, your latest album may, has not been received by your fans very well. Does that concern you as an artist? And his reply was, well, I make music for myself. And if, if the fans want to come along, they're welcome to. And that sentence right there. And Billy Squire was dead to Matt. Yeah. Dead. Really? Yes. Yeah, I, I Isn't that not. fascinating? I loved it. I was staring at, at this guy who's visibly angry now in his 40s, still thinking about this. Yeah. Billy Squire doesn't make music for his fans. Matt's one of his fans. How dare he? Do you make... If you... No. No, the things... I, I understand the perspective now. <laughs> okay. But in, 1980, <laughs> in 1985, no. I was furious. I was holding... I had the CD in my hand. I was like... <laughs> I just throw it across the room <laughs> and just furious. Yeah, felt like a personal poster, insult to you. Absolutely, posters were ripped off the wall that day. Uh, well, yeah, was, they were taken down with care. I'm, <laughs> you're not a monster, right? Exactly. I wasn't. I didn't own the house. So. And you I Billy Squire's catalog and apology. You need to go back and well, re dive back in. Do you want to tell the ending of the story? I, I'm, I'm we, happy. I'm happy to tell. The, the ending uh, of the story. Let's so Matt and there's going to be listen to the, his voice is going to. There's going to be some heat and some well, anger. I, I'm, on, I'm on medication, so right. it should be all right. But, uh, so here's so the rest of the story. You fast forward, I think, probably to 1999, probably. I was in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. How with old some were friends. you? I Roughly. would have been um, 30. So yeah. 15 when he made the horrific comment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So 15 years right. later. Yeah. So half my life had passed. That's what I want to point out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it had been a while. So I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm there with some friends. Uh, I'm in Tower Records. And as I'm walking around, there's a big sign that says, in-store appearance today, Billy Squire. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> I've been in comedy about a year at I, the time. I guess maybe. his fans didn't come along. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, so I tell my friend, I go, oh, this is awesome. And we go to the cutout section of the music store, you know, where they have the cassettes that didn't sell very well. So I pick up three cassettes. It's like a Thompson Twins cassette and, I don't know, Tears for Fear, whatever it was. I get like three cassettes. One of them happened to be a Billy Squire cassette. It didn't happen to be. It was playing. Yeah, I searched for it. Yeah. So I found it. It's like Not his hard. Fir- like his first album was there. So these are like 
two ninety nine or yeah, something. I remember that it was the yeah. two ninety nine cassette. Yeah, so I go up. I'm at the front register. I'm paying for them, and the cashier, she's you know scanning them. She looks. She goes, Billy Squire, he's here today. And I go, Oh, that's cool. She goes, No, no, he's right over there. And Billy Squire is like, I don't know, fifty yards from me, sitting at a card table with a sharpie in his hand, right? <laughs> And she goes, you should have him sign this. And I go, no, I'm, I'm not like the autograph kind of guy. And she goes, You're, he's literally right there. Like, you should get him to. And I go, eh, it's not. A, it's not a. She looks and she goes, Billy, this guy, he's buying your music. And she's shaking the thing. And, and so he's got no line. So he just comes no kind line. of sauntering over to the cash register. And he goes, hey, how's it going? I go, it's it, fine. And she goes, yeah, look, he's he's buying this. And he goes, hey, do you want me to, to sign the, the cassette? And I go, no, it's fine. It's no, no, I, I don't. I'm not an autograph guy. And he goes, well, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'll just sign it. And I go, no, it's it's really not necessary. And he, finally he goes, what is the problem? Like he's angry now. Right. He goes, what is the problem? I go, look, this is kind of embarrassing, but I record a lot of music at home. And I come and buy these because these are cheaper than buying blank tapes. So I buy these and I put tape over and I record. And he goes, you're recording over my music? And I go, well, not just yours. I'm recording over this and this and this. And he's like, I'm not signing this. I go, I didn't ask you to sign it. And like he just turns and walks away. And I walked out going, yeah, you don't make shit for me, do you, yeah. Billy? That is That's beautiful. 15-year-long wait. Yeah. Do you know how happy that kid that threw that read that thing like was 15? Like, Oh, yeah. Oh. No, absolutely. Guess you do because you're that kid. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, so it you made held me it together whole. in your head the whole time to like just. I was hoping that that would happen. It was like I'm going to buy these. I have this. There's, That's what's know, unbelievable yeah. to me that you would plan. And I'm sitting across from this guy that I don't know, Matt Holt. I don't really know him, right? He's a, a comic. Seems like a nice guy. And he launches into this story because the the. the the music, Billy Squire's music, yeah. comes on at this diner, and he launches in this story with a f fury still in his eyes, right? And I'm just like, hey, this is a friend for life right here. If he's can, if, if you can hold story. this much anger in you, you know, for that long of a time, then, yeah, I want your number. Well, you got it. You know? Man, just imagine, like, Billy Squire, right? Mm -hmm. He's He used to be at a point where he didn't even care about his fans. Right, right. right? Didn't need it. <laughs> didn't need him. Now he's sitting in a record store with a Sharpie at a table. Yeah. Nobody around him. Nobody care. And he's just like, God, what could be worse than this? Nothing could be worse right. than this. Right. <laughs> I, I hope I that's how I just can't even believe that. Wait, somebody's buying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> That it just gets worse. Yeah. It just, yeah. Oh. That's, that's, yes. That's worse than like the Great White when they were driving to that place where the place burned down. Right, and they were like, right. this is the worst game. Because the Great White, there were people there. Yeah. So right. someone had either accidentally bought a ticket or just happened to be at the bar and decided to wander in. <laughs> right, right. What? God, that's, that's, it was a good time. I would like to meet Billy Squire and see if I could get him to tell that, that story. He yeah. has to remember that story, There's right? no way he doesn't. Right. No way. Unless, unless it's just medication unless, and I have or met and dated a few people that block bad, horrific yeah. moments from their lives, so maybe he's wandering around blocking that. Or but, maybe it's happened a lot. Yep. <laughs> that, that would be nice. I saw Janice Ian at a Tower Records one time in Atlanta, and she's at the same table. She's sitting there. She's yeah. like, you know Janice Ian? Yeah. She had one hit when I was 17. Kind of a folksy song in, yeah. what, the 70s or something? Um, I actually kind of like Janice Ian, but I saw her there at the table. No one's there to get you know her autograph. She was knitting. 
She's sitting there underneath her sign yes. that said Janice Ian in store, <laughs> you know, appearance, and she's knitting a quilt or some crap, you know. Isn't that what you do at your CD table after the show? That's exactly what I do. I knit. That's <laughs> exactly some, what do I do. Do hair art. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably start selling hair art. I uh, am By about, the way, sorry to interrupt. Was yeah. that the first time you met? Uh, no, it was not. That's hilarious. It was not. Yeah. Was when not. was the first time we met? We actually worked an entire week together. <laughs> what? Downtown. What? It was, it, was, it, was, it, was Stewart's, it was Stewart's first time at the club. He was middling. I was hosting, and the headliner was a headliner who is terrible and was killing oh, all I week. remember that. I and do. We were, I do. I and do. we were eating our own balls on stage yes. every show, and we bonded over crowds hating us. Yes, I remember that. And oh, they yeah, lo- yeah, they yeah. loved him, and we couldn't get a break. And then yeah. Stuart went on stage wearing a banana clip in his hair for the entire show. Oh, his hair, that's hair was long. Now I put... Yeah, I remember that. I put the yeah. Billy's Choir thing in my mind. Yeah, we before talked about that. that. We, yeah, we talked about it the next time I saw the next you. time. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I remember that week because you and I both bombed literally every show, and then this guy would kill, and which was that made it good because then we were like, okay, the audiences just suck because they yeah. like this guy and he's horrible, so we must be geniuses, right? right. Make sure <laughs> we, you feel good. Right? We were in the green room going, "I think you're funny," and he was like, "I think you're funny," and like we're like having this this emotional hug back and forth sure. about how much these people yeah. hated us but i remember that's my hair you know was like i needed a haircut and it, it, my hair's always been annoying anyway so i was like literally holding it up uh, off my forehead so i could see the crowd and then at one point someone just handed me a banana clip yeah. a girl just handed me this and i just was like i'm bombing what i don't care yeah i put this huge banana clip in my hair and still bombed how can you bomb with a banana clip in your hair it's ridiculous uh, yeah what if and, you'd have killed what if you'd have been like I he's need a banana it. clip I <laughs> Yeah, I, I gotta be the banana clip. I love that that's where Tom's head goes. <laughs> right. Immediately he's like, Well now you gotta be the fucking guy. <laughs> right. Now you're so the banana great. clip guy. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> so like, eventually eventually I just started like using gel in my hair because I'm tired of you know holding it up. Okay, anyway. So we have Matt Holt and Tom. This is Simmons. the longest introduction uh, ever. Was, I love that. And I like you it. you know, my editor, my producer will decide, you know, if it stays or not. It stays. Hope, it's organic. It's you good. You think it's organic? Yeah, yeah you got it's. We're, we're going organic. This is like right. the Whole Foods of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the, po- the podcast co-op. All right, so I was on stage in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Charlie Goodnights. Charlie Goodnights. Great club. Yeah, great never, club. Never worked it. Great club. Was. Yeah. Good uh, ball. It's, 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 it's like great club. It's like I got a other, but the, on stage... The, the low ceilings, yeah. the level of laughter that kind of it's it's nice. that makes it great. Usually, fairly intelligent. You know, they came to see comedy. They weren't there on a free ticket kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I've I so you saw, never headlined it. Uh, I don't kidding. think I did. No, I, I think I might have. I know you you meant that as a as a punch in the face, but no, because I because it's totally like when you're there middling for Lewis Black and blah blah blah. Right. Like when we're when we were like that's coming the, up, yeah. then it's that's part of what makes you know yeah. the room be like great. And then right. you go back and headline, and it's like oh, normal comedy club week. Probably yeah, because you know? I mean I saw Chappelle in there, yeah. uh, Dana Gould in there. I mean in my mind, it's not. The club, yeah, I worked it a lot. I don't think I ever headlined it, but in my mind, it's the club where I saw some great. Same here. It's too small, too. It's like a crampy. You're all cramped in there. It's great. I like that. I love that. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. So I'm on stage. uh, It wasn't a busy Friday night or Saturday night. It must have been like a Wednesday or something like that. And I was working on new material, and I, I was trying to 
describe something. I don't even remember what it was, the size of something, okay, in this bit. And I was stumbling over the bit. It was new. I couldn't remember it. Da, da, da. So I described this thing. I said, hey, you know, it's about the size of a megalodon tooth. I don't know why I said oh, it. Okay. I just said, you it's know. very specific. Yeah, it really it's is. about the size of a megalodon tooth. <laughs> Were you writing for Dennis Miller at the time? I guess. <laughs> I guess. I, it's dumb to even. But And there's, you know, 40, 50 people in the crowd. And one guy went. <laughs> just starts laughing. And it's weird, kind of low. And he's the only one that laughed. And I, so I made eye contact with him, right? Right. So I finished the set and blah, blah, show's over, this and that. And I, after the show, this guy comes up and he goes, it's hilarious. It was about the size of a megalodon too. And I thought he was like, that was the dumbest way to describe something ever. It is kind yeah. of funny though. I, I really, but I don't know. I don't, I it's know. It's very that, random. Like I it's think a good, it's a good poll. Is that a dinosaur? A megalodon? What is a megalodon? It, it's a, it's a shark. It was. For those that, the listeners that don't for know. For the listeners that don't know. <laughs> Let me finish the story. So this guy, this guy starts talking to me about megalodons like I know something about it. Right. Them. Well, you've thrown it out there. Like I've you're... thrown out, the, I know the word megalodon. Right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's talking to me like, like we're buddies and pals and we're both into megalodons and... He's been waiting for yeah. you to arrive. <laughs> right. Finally. This is right. his Billy Squire moment. <laughs> this is, yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I said, I'm not an expert. I don't. And it, so he's like, what, you, why, you know, you said megalodon. I'm like, I, I know the word and I know I don't have any megalodon teeth, but I know roughly how big they are. And he goes, well, you, do you want some? And I'm wow, like, you got a hookup. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, what, do I want megalodon teeth? Yes. I've heard guys like ask for drugs from stage, but I'm really low on megalodon teeth. If anybody, yeah. if anybody's on. low, I'm going to be by the back door by the right. van. If you have any <laughs> megalodon teeth, <laughs> you want to. So here's the thing. And I'm, I don't know all the, I'm not, again, I'm not an expert, but here's the thing. There are two spots on this planet. Megalodon was an enormous shark it's it's gone now of course but it was an enormous shark i have sizes here i brought up on my phone is it from like the the yeah the prehistoric is that yes. when was that I'm, I'm just making up okay. old well, phrases yeah they're they are um megalodon are 16 million to 2 million years old so the they they disappeared about 2 million years ago so they lived 16 million to 2 million much longer than humans right we'll never make it that long when you say numbers like that, I'm just, I just, yeah, I'm not the same way. I'm like, like, that's yeah, so lot. that wasn't real. That's so that wasn't up. real. Yeah. Now, where is this here? So back during like dinosaurs time. Yes. Yeah. Prehistoric. So it's basically a prehistoric shark. Yes. Right. I'm very well that educated. Megalodon. During actually, dinosaur time. That <laughs> means big tooth, by the way. That, that's Megalod what it means? Megalodon. Yeah. I'm trying to get the length on these things. Where was the length? So do they have... Uh, so Matt, they were, look it up. They were basically okay. dinosaurish sharks. They were enormous. Okay. Enor you ever seen that old picture? They, I used to see it as a kid where there's like a huge jaws, like shark jaws, and there's like eight scientists standing yeah. in it? Yes. That's Megalodon. Okay. That's its mouth. It's an enor it was an enormous shark. Like compared to the great white whale. Oh, oh, the great white whale. Or the great whale. Great white, the great white shark. No, what, I'm, never mind. It'd be the a, great whale. What are the whales? The big whales? Blue, the huge whale? The, the blue yeah, whale. The blue I, I think the blue whale is the largest animal currently on Earth, right? Are you getting a measurement on this? Yeah, thing? it's... Um, How big were they? 
they reached a length of 18 meters or 59 feet. Why are we talking about these huge things and all you have is that little box right there? 59 feet long well, shark. Well, it's, a, it's, it's been cremated, so that's... He's, I got the dust of a it's megalodon. 59, 59. It, it's going to be. A, Tom's going to make fun of it because it's a letdown. So this guy says to me, "Do you do you want some megalodon teeth?" Like, of course. What do you? You yes. don't say no. You, well, you have would, some in your trunk. It would be rude to say no. Well, you don't turn down. I'm a southern gentleman. Right. Right. You don't turn down a hot toddy or megalodon teeth. <laughs> right. Butterscotch. And if you candies. can get both at the same time. Are you kidding? Come on. That's biscuits angry. You buy a lottery ticket. Was he standing there with his date? It was, he was an older oh. guy. He was oh, with there's his no wife. <laughs> there's no date. It's like, well, I'd like you to meet my wife. That didn't happen. Well, one of these women that you speak of. <laughs> so, uh, there, there are two places on this planet. I, it, uh, I don't remember where the other one is. It's an island somewhere that are prime hunting grounds for megalodon teeth, where these, these people, you know, the people hunt dinosaur bones, right? They go out there and they're trying to find, you know, this bone or that bone, right? People hunt megalodon teeth. That's the only thing that survived from the shark, you know, was the teeth, right? And the jaws, I guess, right? Most of it's not bone, right? So um, one of them's in South Carolina. South Carolina and an island somewhere in the middle of the ocean are the two spots huh. that are prime megalodon hunting really? ground. And this guy had retired with his wife, they retired, and that's his hobby, and they moved to South Carolina. And they would drive up to Raleigh and see comedy shows and have a nice dinner kind of thing, a night in Raleigh kind of thing. And it just happened to be in the crowd when I said Megalodon to he starts what a happenstance. He, he starts laughing, right? We talk, blah, blah, blah. You know, I go to the guy's house. He find he he. You hunts. drove to South you Carolina. Go, you go to his house. He invited me. He said, "Come on." I said, "I said yes. I want megalodon teeth." Are you kidding? Yes, of course I do. But yeah. you, did you have to go learn what they were? Like you a minute ago, you didn't really know megalodon. I didn't really know. I mean, I knew that that big jaw. That's the thing I knew was that picture yeah. from my childhood where there. I think there's six or eight scientists standing right. inside of this huge shark mouth i have an image and, of that too yeah. and there's still space around them yeah and and so i don't remember one day i looked at what was that shark was that like the largest great white ever caught or something and it's called a megalodon so i knew that right but that's about all i knew and i certainly didn't know you found them in south carolina of course right why is that not on the license plate thank you right because they can't right? spell or it. issue a stamp they can't spell that's it. true yeah Cheap, accurate Old shot. shark. <laughs> That's a cheap, accurate shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So think, that's what I this guy I think somebody done. told that joke down back in Megalodon days. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, and he basically, uh, you know, all the little swamps and all the little rivers near the coast of South Carolina, you're in a boat, right? And, and, you, and you're just basically scooping up large, and a lot of people do it with scuba diving gear, a little, you know, mask or whatever, and you're scooping up dirt, and they're, and, you know, and you'll find mostly pieces. It's from what I've read, it's fairly rare to find an entire tooth still intact that's of any kind of museum size. Right. But they do find them, especially in South Carolina, that's on a fairly so regular basis. interesting that there's like a group of people yeah. that gather and they're like, we're going to, this is great, Megalodon hunting ground. And there's, yeah. there's however many, 50 of them out there that are like, ah, they've been saving and they're going to their camping and doing some Megalodon tooth hunting. And yeah. So I go, this guy invites me. He yes. said, you want to come, you know, you know, you want to come to my house? I, I said, give me, you know, I said, you have megalodon teeth. I'd love to have some, you know. And I'm thinking, you have one in your pocket. And he's Probably. like, well, I don't have any with me. 
They're at oh, home. This seems like a trick. Right. I, this seems like a trick. <laughs> yeah. You end up in a pit or something. Well, it would have been worth it if it's a comedian <laughs> killed while hunting for Megalodon. True, team. true. So, so, so then we he, talked and I went to the guy's house and it is, you know, it's exactly what you would picture if if you're really into tennis, like if tennis is your hobby mm-hmm. and you're serious about it and you retired from your job to play tennis, there would be a lot sure. of tennis stuff around your house. There would be photographs of you and there'd be old rackets and you know sure he's a megalodon enthusiast that's that's his house what you have in your mind right now is his house there is a whiskey barrel full of pieces of megalodon teeth in his kitchen there is a table his dining room table is set up those are the star pieces that he has they have plastic and you know all this kind of books and books and books on megalodon and all this kind of stuff you know so yeah i you know i I'm shaking. I'm just. I don't even know. What to, I'm just shaking it's, my head. It's it's crazily. It's obsessive curiosity. Hey, it really look, is. Huh? Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, so wait, you, wait, think, I'm you still think this guy's at, crazy? No, what? no, 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 no. I don't think he's crazy. I'm just he's. he's I don't know. I, maybe. I, it's, <laughs> maybe. Maybe this doesn't make him crazy, but there's something else in his life that led him there. That's the crazy. And you do. Let me point this out, okay? Because this needs to be pointed out. There are three people in this room that have spent thousands and thousands of hours agonizing on how to make some drunk people laugh. Yeah. So I don't think we're that far away from some. You're right. Me- it's like that's a different, different thing. But yeah. I, I'm still back at like, and then you then you're like, and then I went to his house. You're in Raleigh midweek. You know yeah. what I mean? There had to be some. Well, I didn't go that night. You know, we exchanged Facebook that he sent me some pictures of what he'd had, you know, and. I don't remember when it was. Two months later, I'm doing a. I'm in Charleston or whatever, and I told him I'm going to be in Charleston, and he's like, "Well, come on, you know, have dinner, you know, blah blah blah." Well, I was okay. By this point, we had exchanged multiple emails. He'd sent me some photographs that I'd been like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this." Right. What is it? And I'd actually read a little bit about megalodon hunting and read South Carolina crazy. I didn't. I've lived in the South, never heard that. Yeah, me neither. Have you ever been able to make? either that Megalodon joke work or come up with a Megalodon bit no. after all this research and everything? This is it. We're doing it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, it's long this form. Is, this okay. is the culmination. Okay. Uh, Tom, you'll be working at a bar in Charleston. Uh, you'll be paid in Megalodon teeth. <laughs> I would do that. Uh, I would do that. I'm just going to open these at random. And I'm, that... And oh, then wow. he just started, and then you went in his house, and he just gave you a whole stack of rare, bil- a million-year-old. Uh, here's what teeth? I don't don't answer. That. Here's what I think has happened. Yes, I think that, I think Stuart was presented with a megalodon tooth, and then that became his starting point, and he has now since collected on his own and found these along his travels. You're that's, wrong. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, you're actually wrong. All that. Okay. That may, that would make total sense. Yeah, that's who I think you are. This so. is the way it was. I, I go to his house. I'm, I he's showing me around like, yeah, this almost like, yeah, whatever. Like, okay. So I got a couple whiskey barrels full of pieces. Pieces of <laughs> Stewart's unit of measurement <laughs> is perfect for Frankfort, Kentucky, by the way. Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, but I think they might have <laughs> they literally were whiskey barrels. He That's had a, awesome. He had a a big barrel, right? I mean, it didn't say whiskey on it, well, but, but it yeah. was a barrel, wooden with wooden slats and the bands around it, and the top was open. Yeah. And the, yeah. like the one in the kitchen that he had were, were pieces, which is what you find most of because they've broken sure. and they've chipped or whatever. 
and they're and those those are kind of useless. The, the goal being either you you keep the perfect teeth and create your own collection, or they're going to a museum. You know, museum they're they're looking to re, you know to make the bones to put the jaw back in, in and have it as a. Why don't they hire someone like this guy to go dig through? I'm sure they do. I don't yeah. know, but I'm sure they, there are people out there that are specifically working for one type of mu- right. one museum that's trying to whatever. But these freelancers can go, hey, I have this, you know, whatever. So and he so the attitude with him was like, yeah, I mean, it was like nonchalant. It was like until he got to his prizes, then he was like, you could feel the passion, right? But the fact that he had several thousand pieces of a megalodon tooth in his kitchen was like, yeah. Anyway, let me show you in here, right? You know. So the ones I have are not, you know, they're 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 not anything that I think he. They're the ones he could part with. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he gave me some that I don't any any compl- full tooth you have. Wow, like it, what the? Man, wow, would make a great like Indian head arrow. Yeah, now, yeah, I, it's... I should have brought a small like, you know, sharks' teeth are like this, or you know. Small, like you see them when you go to the beach and someone has a necklace or something. Yeah, you know? that I mean, what you're holding is probably what two and a half inches, three inches by five, two by four, something like that. Yeah, that is really cool. It's very cool. It's it's very ornate. It look it doesn't look natural. Again. You keep doing this to me. I I'm like, like it. I want to mock like the it. crap out of you doing it. Like, and you're then like, you're like, I love it. You you make fun of me, and then you, I pull out an object, and you're like, Well, wow. this this is one where there's other than you going to a stranger's home. There's really nothing to mock you for because this is this was presented to you. What? Me, what's wrong with going to a stranger's home? It's a little weird. I mean, you know what? If if, if a stranger says, has "Hey, the, I'm a big fan of what Lenny Bruce or whatever," and you're, "Oh, that's cool," but if he's like, "Hey, if you do you want megalodon teeth?" Well, I didn't know I did until now, and of course I do. All right, well, come to my house. This seems okay. I, I got I got to make this point right now. It needs to be said so we can work on it and make things better. If our society has gotten to the point where a gentleman cannot ask another gentleman to come over <laughs> for some megalodon teeth, and that's weird, then we need to do some serious work on our society. Well, this is why you don't have megalodon yeah, teeth. Yeah, you'll get no does. argument right. out of me. Yeah. It looks, it, you know, it kind of looks about the size of a, of a like a Star Trek. It logo. looks very Star Trekky. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? It's there's a. It's kind of. I don't know. There's something. about you're holding something that is minimum two million years old. I think that's what I'm most yeah. impressed by. It's, it's, yeah. That and the fact that he has so many of these. You have 15 of them there. Maybe I have a box full that of them. That he basically has and, given you a mouthful when he has he a was, barrel filled with pieces of them, but yeah. he's giving you the full. And did he you, was like, he was like, you know, and he did give me some pieces, but. I, you know, I didn't bring them, you know, but he was like, hey, here's a neat one. There you go. Is this covered with anything or is this, it feels almost like stone. Well, it should be fossilized. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get all these in one visit or? I've been to his house. I think I went to his house three times, you know, and, you know, so, but he actually has moved to that island now. To, to oh, wow. There. This one's neat because you can still feel the edge of the tooth. But at what point do you have enough of it? Right, you know, well, like you're that. asking you're asking a junk man when I have enough. Wow, that's, I don't. That's really cool. So, for the listener, this is it's like holding a fang in your hand is what it feels like. Yeah, it's, it's got it, a little bit of weight to it. It too. has it has heft to it. It's it's heavier at the top where it's thicker, like the where the root of the tooth would be. Right, right. But it's I mean you could this could easily be a, a, a weapon. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean it's a spear. Oh, yeah. It's a spearhead. It's like spear like that looks like a piece like a. Like in the form of a smile, almost like a piece of right. Uh, yeah, it's almost know. like the, it's, I feel like you almost feel like, like you're holding crack. the gum 
Like this is the gum of the shark, but it's not. Right, but that, I guess but that would be the root, right? Yeah, you it has said, to be right. the root. It's got to be the root. It's, but it's. I mean, that is a weapon. That is, yeah. You know, you could use that as as a weapon. It, and the color. Yeah, it's. I it's, really like the color. There, there. Describe it, Matt. It's kind of a. I mean, if you took, I mean, if you took an old tooth and if you allowed it to age and it gets kind of gray, it's kind of gray and dingy, but also is really shiny at the same time. Um, yeah, like it's, it's really an impressive, I mean, it's beautiful. It really is. I mean, it's art. It's big as my mouth, basically. Yeah, it's huge. I can't believe you're just going to give us each one of these. Yeah, it's right? really cool. <laughs> amazing. Well, he's, he's kind. Huh? No, he's I kind. Would, my son would love this. You I know, think. I would have given you one, but I think there was some mocking before <laughs> they came out. Was there not some? Not for me, there wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I think rewind I actually, the tape. There's no, you know, wow. we, I've said this several in a couple of these episodes when yeah, I've, that's... you know, when I have, I don't know, when I have something and I feel like somebody else, it would fit them perfectly. So I'll tell you one thing I did that I, I'm proud of this. I have like some, some normal, I'm going to call them normal shark's teeth. It's like today, sharks that are live current, now. Current, yeah. Current shark's teeth. Yeah. Which are half an inch, you know, max, you know, and that's a large shark. Right. You know, what you're holding in your hand is like, uh, you know, that's a 20-foot-long shark, 25-foot-long shark, you know. But I... I it's amazing. I sent one of the, the, the shark's teeth I have that's real small. That's a current shark, right? And then I sent a megalodon tooth to uh, someone's son that I know. Oh, okay. As a teenage boy, this thing... Oh, yeah, this is, that's, that's a great delivery in the mail. Yeah. Like it also seems like some like you'd wear it like as like a necklace. Yeah, it, it, it would definitely be seems like a tribal necklace. necklace. Yeah, yeah. A tribal necklace. Yeah. yeah, this 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 one I'm holding it almost looks like a Transformers logo. Yeah, right. Ah, yes, it does. That one has a shine to it. Yeah, it has. It's a different color too, and and this is a different. Oh wow, that's a totally different. Uh, that that was to me that looks, just looks like a rock, like or a fossil. But that's yeah, it looks like a rock up on top where the root is, and then the other part looks the most tooth like. Yeah, I would agree. Like it's the, the very it, white. It was like it must be like an Osmond's uh, megalodon. It's a very white tooth, <laughs> big and white. Do you want me to just keep opening these? Yeah, and sure. let's, let's look at them all. Do they really? Do they get much different? Some of them do. Do any of them have cavities? <laughs> Some of them have problems. Oh, <laughs> and there, and again, like this one. First of all, th- this wow. fits. What is this? One. This is two and a half inch. It's like the palm, like a little bit bigger than the palm, palm yeah. of your hand. Yeah. Like you put this, the listeners. If you put this in your hand, it kind of sticks out of your fingers a little bit. Like you yeah. can't, you can't close your hand completely right. around this tooth. Right. But and this is what what the collectors would consider a small. That's small. This have is you small. seen uh, what they? I've seen a big one. one. I mean, and they're the, the size. Cra- they're the size of a saucer plate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind this is the this is the crap they that he gives away. Well, he's giving away. Yeah, this right. This is the rejects. These are the ones that he was like, "Yeah, take this. Hey, here's one." Like they're potentially this guy's a fan of yours. This guy is, yeah. may listen to this episode. Uh, it could be. I mean, I every time I have a new CD, I get a a thing. Hey, you know, he buys it and he'll send me a little note. You know, I gave him a whole bunch of my CDs. I think when I got this. Teeth, my first CD had come out, I think, and or maybe it was like the second or third time I went to his house, and I brought him some of my CDs. Okay. Have you ever asked him what, what sort of keeps him interested? Like he's like now he's found probably 
like a, 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 sh- a couple of them worth of teeth, right? Right. Probably. I, so you yeah. think he's looking for like that, the perfect like, find or like something? What's his sure. blue whale? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, we I had talked before about, uh, that was nice. What's his blue whale? Yeah. What's yeah. his white whale? Yeah, yeah. What's his... What's what? his Blue Macedon, or what are they called? <laughs> right, Megalodon. Megalodon. <laughs> Megalodon. Yeah, it, it does sound like Is a Megalo. It, it yeah. sounds Megalodon. like a, it sounds like a villain in the Transformers. Yes. Is what it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about, or did. I haven't talked to him in, in a while. Yeah. But, you know, like face to face, but you know, this one's got a chip on the very. So is there? Very it, end. Is there? I mean, is there a value to these? I mean, oh yeah. I mean, it's like anything else. Is there a value? What will someone pay what for What will it? someone pay right. for It's it? millions of years old. Right. And, and, you can and make like a trap in your backyard, like a hole true. where they fall in. and <laughs> Right. Like, like a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Yeah. This is, these things are. It's very cool. And it's something that I would never thought of. And these look like they're pristine condition to me i mean i don't know anything about they're, they're not if you're right. a collector if you're that guy he was this one i'm holding in my hand is a different color brown uh it's got a it's got a different shine to it than than the other ones it's not quite as dull it, it kind of it pops out just a little bit but the tip the very tip of the tooth is broken off so that would be you know from what i've been told you know that museum would not be right they would not be interested in this tooth first of all because it's small Right for okay. for a megalodon tooth, this is a smaller tooth. That's amazing to me. When you, if you think of that being small, and that is an yeah. When I hold it in my hand, I'm amazed by that. I'm holding something so old. Yeah, it, and it, and it doesn't feel brittle. Right, it, it, it feels, feels solid, very substantial. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have. You know, I mean, there. I'm trying to think of an example. I mean, there are 78 records that are. You know. Yeah. 60 years old, 80 years old, whatever, that I break all the time. And I'm, yeah. I get if mad. I were, these are millions. If I were somewhere and saw one of these on a shelf or something, I would think it's a spearhead. I would That's not think I this thought. to be a, to- a, yeah. a tooth at all. I mean, it would make a hell of a spear. Yeah. It almost makes you think maybe the Indians in that area used this, you know, as, as, as a weapon to, yeah. to kill deer or something. I mean, you could, without a doubt, you could, uh, this on the end of a stick, you know, you could kill. You could. Kill oh, it's a almost like a tomahawk. I mean, too. you could I mean, sell these to like you know, girls to carry on their keychains to fight people <laughs> off. Like you, know, you could, you could hold this in your hand and stab somebody with it. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not this one. This one's a little rounded and. That right, one's missing know. the point. That's, that's the one. That's I was more saying. blunt it's, force. It's missing the point. That's more the ball peen megalodon tooth. Yeah. Now I think this one's a little bigger. It's it's definitely it is bigger and it's Here, thicker. I'm pass this to Matt. Like you put them next to each other as like a row of teeth and right. jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. That's when you start really picturing in your head how big this, these jaws were. This. And yeah. They didn't have, you know, it's a shark. So they didn't have 10 of these teeth in their mouth. There were whatever, a hundred. Right. Were, yeah. You know, it's rows and rows of these teeth. It, yeah, the, the, this, the, one, this one is definitely bigger. It's got more heft to it. It's it's I think it's more interesting than the others. The, because if you look at the look at the veining along the where the gum would be like the root, right? I mean, it, it just it. Imagine the things that these teeth have cut through. Right, I can't because they were cutting through things I can't imagine. Exactly, things we <laughs> that we don't even know. Right. I mean, it's just that's the thing. It makes you feel very small in this universe when you see something like this. It's funny because I was making fun of on an earlier episode, I made fun of that we teach our kids about dinosaurs and like that's a thing, like they're not, like it's just, it, it, 
I can't, you can't even wrap your head around the fact that that used to be what roamed our planet as life. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, yeah, this thing was swimming and eating and feeding itself and breeding and having babies. and Cre- it, It's creating the ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're talking about this was probably at the top of the food chain. Yeah. Working its way down. And it was millions of years ago. And we're sitting here having a discussion. We're, we're holding, literally holding what essentially was creating the ecosystem this this component especially right that's that's humbling yeah it really is, it is when to you me think too. about that. yeah you you're, you're holding something in your hands that is millions and millions of years yeah. old minimum the, yeah. you know 2 million years old this is this one feels the most brittle of all of them yeah but, but it's, it's got still, a really beautiful color to yeah, it yeah it's very cool you know from the back they look like hearts ah I never noticed that. They do. Yeah. That's what that's what I would say about Tom Simmons. <laughs> do you want me to just keep going? We'll just open all, all these yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, why not? Just, yeah. They're very cool. And they're and, very cool. And you know, and especially like I don't know, I just I really like you do. There's you, you when you hold them in your hand, your mind can go to yeah. a, a place. You know what I mean? Like this was a it was swimming, it was alive. It, yeah. So did this? Then, uh, did he also, retire and become just get into him or what? I mean, like I'm very now I'm interested in this guy. Yeah, he uh, his his story was this. He he'd always been interested, and him and his wife would go on these hunting trips, right? So they would go to South Carolina. I don't remember where the dude lived, Virginia, something like that. He found okay. another woman that was into this. Well, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe I don't know if she was. a mixer? I don't know right. if she was in it. Is there a Megalodon? Megalodon com? mixer, yeah. The, it's probably dot org. Me- There's no profit in that. There's got to be dot org. <laughs> Megalodon. No Megalodonsingles.com. <laughs> Megalodon singles. I don't know. Meat. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was into it and then, and then she got into it with him. I don't know. So he found him another toother, is what you you, know, you right. call these people. They're toothers. They're toothers. Yeah, yeah. Is there a group? Is there a group like this that's for T Rexes too? That are off looking for T Rex teeth? Or, I'm sure or? there are. I don't. I don't know. I need to try to describe something in my act. Is about the size of a T Rex? <laughs> and then yeah, it maybe, opens the world. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're sort of maybe there's some crossover. Or is he specifically he's into probably, the megalodons? He, or I bet he, he specializes. This guy was all. I mean, he had he had some other things around, but it was all megalodon to him. It was all hunting. These megalodon teeth. You know, and he's they, not even the expert, right? The expert is the guy whose book he has on the table that he right, reads. Right, right. Yeah. He's just. This is just he's a, a hobbyist, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, to me, he seems like a crazy, like a, a crazily, not crazily, but a committed, a committedly yeah. obsessed. Like sure. So it's it, if you put this. I'm in, opening tape, everybody. If you put this you in sequence, it's amazing that this is a an off the cuff comment that Stewart made. On stage, one time only, it connects with this guy, which puts you in touch with him, which leads to multiple interactions, which leads you to you to going to his home and seeing these things. And now we're here holding these things that are millions of years old, all starting from one offhanded comment. And not That's even... unbelievable. Yeah, and yeah. not even an offhanded comment, a poorly written off-handed joke you know that did not work right the joke didn't work or did it because look where well, you're at it worked this. in I mean, a way yeah. it's amazing it's just amazing the the path that this has gone yeah all, all from that moment on stage right which is interesting because if you, if you look at it that way you realize every time that we're on stage there's a potential for something leading somewhere that you're not even 
expecting. Right. And that's and do you really cut, heavy. And, and then do you, and how many times have, have you and I sort of cut off this not happening? Right. Right. Absolutely. You know, by not engaging or not, yeah. you know, following. Oh, these are amazing. Continuing a conversation with another human. Being. Right. Absolutely. And so it makes you as a, as a performer, you're thinking, well, maybe the next time that guy comes, th- that guy comes up to me in the lobby. Maybe I don't just dismiss him offhand because. Right. Well, and, and I'm Unless not, he laughed at your, and right. then you name a joke here that you would, would never want to go to somebody's house for well, that. Yeah, that's right. true. You this know, one I feels mean, I don't want to, I'm not saying this, yeah. I'm seriously not saying this is anything rude because I don't blame you at all, but Tom has a tendency to, you know, Tom would get off stage, get his stuff, and kind of head out and go back to the hotel room, you know, work on his stuff, talk to his wife, you know, and then we'll meet up at Waffle House later. Right. You know, but in other words, Tom doesn't hang out and talk to people. Right. You know, I don't really like in that way, but I'm definitely open to anybody that comes up. And, you know, a lot of times I'm selling my CDs. And so if someone but like, you know, I was in uh, I forget where where I was, but this guy comes up to me after the show and he's just he's talking. I'd actually had a, a bad set. People didn't like my left wing liberal hippie bullshit, <laughs> you know, but there was one guy. His table was kind of giggling and he I. I so I kept looking at him because he was my, you know, my go-to. You know what I mean? So anyway, it was three dudes at this table, and they came over and they they were laughing after the show. They were like, "Yeah, they really hated you." And blah blah blah. And we were talking about it, <laughs> and you know, I'm serious. And I, I, I wish I could remember where I was, but uh, anyway. So he goes, "Yeah, we don't live in this town. We just came down from Minneapolis." And I'm like, "What are you doing here?" From I think it was in Illinois somewhere, some weekend yeah. gig or something. And they said, "Oh, we're here for the race. There's a." There's a race. Oh, like a marathon kind of thing. No, no, no. Like a car, like a drag oh, race okay. kind of okay. thing. This guy that I met there is into, he builds a race car in his damn garage. He has a, like one of those race cars that you, you know, you, yeah. it's not, not NASCAR, which around right. the track. I don't know. Like racing. a sprint car kind of thing. This oh, is yeah. like yeah. just a drag, just slam oh. all the gas. Okay. So and drag then race. you, you Funny haul car. ass and then, and then a parachute comes yeah, out. Yeah. That's what he does. Okay. NHRA or. Yeah, like a top fuel or a yeah. car or something like that. So, and they they were there for the race and just came in for the comedy show because it was in the hotel that they were staying at. Okay. So then the four of us sat in the hotel bar and just had a drink and talked about. We started off talking about what's it feel like to be a lefty going around doing these shows in front of Trump supporters. Okay. And we ended up talking about what does it feel like to crash your passion into a wall and it's a mangled piece of mess. <laughs> and then you put it on the back of your buddy's truck, drive it back to Minneapolis and rebuild it all knowing damn good and well, you're probably going to crash it all again. It's basically the same thing. Yes. Yeah. I get in my car and I go to crash my passion into some Trump supporters. Right. And then yeah. I, and then I pick all my pieces up emotionally and put it all back in the bag, head back to Athens. That's and then amazing. I do it again. Right. I right. mean, like Tom, you had alluded to this earlier. There are people that are waking up, getting their gear, going out to hunt Megalodon teeth. There are people that are getting up, putting on their, their, their stuff and gardening Right. You know, they're, and they have the most amazing roses you've ever seen. And they, they know a lot about roses and they're gardening. Right. And then you and I, the people in this room, are getting up, thinking about jokes and comedy and ideas. And we're driving ridiculous amounts of time to make little money. What it, I don't see a whole lot of difference. No, there's not much difference. And, and it's funny because, 
you know, on, on, on other episodes that I've listened to, I've heard Tom kind of do a 180 on you know, outlook on thing, and I'm doing the same thing in the beginning. We were both like, Oh yeah, this guy, there was no women around. And yeah, like, yeah. we're, you know, we're right, shitting right. on this guy. You're, yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It's essentially the same thing. We're just replacing same. Megalodon with, which it may, in some cases, what he's doing might have more impact than what we're doing. Really? <laughs> <Right>. I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, I think you're, you're giving us more credit that yeah, it, it's, it might have, yeah, it does yeah, yeah, have yeah, more good impact. Point. This guy's preserving things that are million years old. Like yeah. I'm just holding these in my hand, make make the the uh, these big things that existed one day. Like it makes yeah, it real. It, it yeah. makes it real. There, there's a gravity yes. to what you have there, right? And and it's it's interesting. And, and it's not like like if I go to a museum and I see stuff like that that's behind glass, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's it's not real to me, right? I'm holding this in my hand, right? And that makes it, you know. Yeah, these things were like, these things. I'm so glad they're not alive. Oh my god! Are right. You, and Discovery right. Channel. This we could talk about this Discovery Channel two seasons ago or something. They during their Shark Week, you know, yeah, they, the week long thing about sharks. They ran a show. Discovery Channel did about is the megalodon still alive? And it was a documentary style show where they had all these examples of like bizarre things happening. Like leading you to believe Megalodon is probably still it was a joke, right? It was a total joke, but they did it so well people believed it, and then they had to come out and say it's just a joke. We're kidding, and it upset a lot of people. They because it's the Discovery Channel, right? It's not Comedy yeah, Central, yeah, exactly. You did know? you talk to this guy? Like that's a specific thing where you're like, hey, this is a story where your thing's in the news. I should, I want to call my <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, I should have. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't talked to him lately at all. Him. The last thing he told me was uh, him and his wife were were trying to move to that island, right, to hunt megalodon teeth there. So because oh, it's like ah, we've kind of checked out. You've kind of done South Carolina. Right. They've been there for years and years. So you're going. So let's like, go to like, this other place. Before it's like we going die. to the big leagues. Yeah. 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 So, but I, I gotta say, after seeing Megalodon teeth, Shark Week can kiss my ass. I don't <laughs> give a shit about Shark Week anymore. It, give me Megalodon Week. I'm really glad you guys. I don't know. I kind of like it when you know you you do a 180 on on me. You know, you're like oh. I definitely have in this case because at first I thought this guy's just a whack job who's got a lot of time on his hands, and then you measure it against what anyone else is doing, us included. I go, oh, this is just that that's that guy's thing. Yeah, but they're doing the one eighty thing, it's that's you know, just from talking to me in conversation. I like somebody could walk in the door right now and go, Look how stupid those teeth are. Like and I'd be like, Yep, I agree with that guy. Right, now. right, right, right. Because he just ah, that's right. not right. Those are dumb. Is, that is a very funny thing to me about Tom. <laughs> Tom is one of the most just filled with fuel and passion <laughs> and emotion. He's just so if you if you if you guys follow him on Facebook or, or look at his YouTube he's just so but you can change his mind like yeah. that. It's which is interesting to me. It Tom's is. like, this is bullshit. What's going on with Walmart and they're doing this and that and someone would be like, well they donated money to to save animals. I love Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would love Walmart. Yeah, yes, I I that's extreme, I yes. know, yeah. Here, we got a couple of more small. Let's go ahead and get open up the whole box. So, okay. Like, this one is missing the whole route. Like, that's another fascinating thing to me. It's like this, what you, what the three of us are, you know, going gaga over over right. here, how neat these are, are rejects. Right. Yeah, they're, these they're aren't small. good enough. 
That one Tom has in his hand right now, I think is the largest one I have, isn't it? Okay, yeah, I think so. And it's, you know, it's not a, I mean, that is an enormous It's tooth. huge. It's huge. But to a collector, eh. So where were these? Were these just like he handed them to you from somewhere else or they were in a pile somewhere and he was you were just like, he's like, grab some. Yeah, of he's like, you know, and, and he had them uh, like most collectors. He had them divided up into whatever, you know, however he does his, you know, uh, book collectors, alphabetized stuff in their own peculiar way, you know. But th- we were sitting around talking and then he brings out a box, not like a box wrapped in plastic. Like I have each one individually wrapped right, in yeah, plastic. Right. His was like, here's a box of 50. And he was, and he would pull one up, and he would go. The root on this one, you see that? Uh, you know, it's been broken off, and and then he told me like some people repair them, like they when they uh, the one I'm holding right now, the root is completely chipped off, and it's missing a piece. Just put them in that box. So. And some people were like, there's some kind of substance they can get to make it to rebuild the root, and he was like, I'm against that. I don't do that. I'm, I'm searching for a complete tooth, and blah blah blah. And then he was like, here you go. Take that one with you. And by the time I left his home, you know, I had five. And then I went back and visited him again when I was doing when I was in South Carolina. We had dinner. And then he was like, you know, and of course, I'm like, what have you found lately? Show me your new finds. And he would pull out some amazingly huge, perfect thing. What do you mean by amazingly huge? Like triple these? How much bigger than that? Like. Uh, Like. Like a ten pound like weight plate, like how big? About the size of a plate. Like we're talking from from tip to to the top of the root. If you put it on a dinner plate, it would it would be a lot of it. It w- it wouldn't like overlap at all. But a big tooth is like you hold it; it covers your hand. It covers. This like, so this thing is like would have like like it, your half of your head could be like right. stuck in its tooth. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, I got to get it, that it would, yeah, human it would, out of there. Right, right. Yeah. You're, you're a popcorn <laughs> kernel. <laughs> yeah. A human head is a poppy seed that is annoying. It kind of right. keeps itching. Right. You know? It's not even it, something that like makes it harder for him to talk. You know oh, no, I mean? yeah. Just, yeah. He just feel it in his he mouth. He just kind of wished he had fingers so he could pop that human head out of his so tooth. So I, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I, I, just, I just went to eBay. Okay. And did a search for Megalodon tooth. Oh, wow. And so here's a four inch, four and three eighths inch megalodon tooth, fifty one fifty five. Fifty bucks? Yeah. Okay. I mean, and 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 they range. I mean, there's uh, there's here's one that's uh, four point one five inches that's seventy five dollars that looks very similar to what you've got. I mean, that way. So he was th- telling me there's was, definitely a market for these. People are out bidding. There. People right. are bidding on these and buying them. So see if you can find one on eBay. He told me like six inches. Six inch long tooth, uh, you know, it's like anything below that. It's like, eh, you know, six inches and above okay. is considered a a good solid megalodon tooth. Right. All right. Well, I will. I'll six, do some I think six here. inches and above. I think that that, that I, I knew. And, I knew. And by the by the way, hey. it's a few of them. The part that we're saying is the root. They're saying is the jaw. Oh, that's what they're calling. That's it? what they're calling it. Huh. Is that's that's the actual because it does feel like bone. Right. Yeah, so it that does. Makes sense. It really does. I mean, it's here. I'm going to knock. This is my fingernail hitting the tooth. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's yeah, solid. Some it's, of it. Well, some of it feels like marble. Like it's. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. The, you know. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's, I mean, I'm, assume, it's I'm an assuming it's enamel. So it's enamel. Yeah. Uh, this is what he gave me. This, this is a whale tooth. Here's a five inch one. That's that's one hundred and twenty dollars. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. That is cool. A whale that's tooth. really cool. Yeah. 
It's the color of it. That well tooth is what uh, two, three, two and a half inches. Okay, here we go, Stuart. Like Massive, six foot, six inch. Uh, yeah, six and three sixteenths inch megalodon, huge shark tooth, uh, six hundred and ninety five dollars. Yeah, there we go. Do you ever look at some of your stuff and be and then or and then, you know, like you need a car repair done or something, and you're like, if I could just, I could sell, I could sell that corner, right? And like. <laughs> pay off my car i you know the things that i have you know the, I, i've never regretted anything that i've gave away like when i know somebody so you know what i mean something something i have fits you know something happened in matt holt's life and it's an amazing moment for him and blah and he's telling me the story and it's it's really you know important to him right and then you know, like he's a huge Johnny Carson fan, yeah, right? Yeah. And he loves Johnny Carson. And if I was in a junk shop and saw something that was really cool with Johnny Carson, some rare thing or something, and, and it was affordable, I'd buy it and give it to Matt. I've never regretted giving a piece of junk to anybody. But the couple of things that I've sold, I've regretted it. Huh. Always regretted it. You know, and I have a similar thing with some jokes that I've that I sold that I was like, yeah, I wish I'd have never sold. Others, I'm glad I got rid of them. But some of them is like, or you give a joke away, and then and then it fits in something you write yeah. four years later, and you're yeah. like, dang it! I gave away this joke. God, still, this probably happened seven, eight years ago. I gave away this joke, and I, uh, I, I was just mad. I'm still irritated about it. I'm still irritated about it. The 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 joke was this that we. I don't. I don't remember the whole bit, but the joke itself that I gave away was this: that we shot monkeys into space, right? And we put a helmet on them. Who do what? <laughs> <laughs> right. And I had some tags like, we just want to feel good about ourselves. Like, yeah. like when when God says you people shot monkeys into space, how dare you? We're like, we put a helmet on him. Right. What we do you? Him. Hey, he's okay. He's got a helmet. And I gave that joke away, and I, it's not the funniest joke, but I don't like it. I thought of that, right? And now someone else is saying that, and that's it's one of my the, that's one of those jokes also that, like you said, you thought of it. It's it's a ridiculous thought, and when you see someone else doing it, and they're getting credit for having this warped mind, right? Uh, that's uh, what yeah. that's what's what's it's pr- annoying. Tr- yeah, that's the troubling part. I yeah, think. I remember in Indianapolis actually, I was working with Titus one time, and Serena and I. Some one of the the. Pl- not Challenger, but the other one that blew apart as it was re-entering because okay. tiles had fallen off and they couldn't figure out how to repair it. And mm-hmm. she, my wife said something like, "You know, why would they put tile? Tiles fall off of my bath and out of my bathroom, you know." <laughs> and Titus, why would like, they put tiles on it? Yeah. yeah. And so I, as she was like, you, "You should say something about that." And I was like, "I don't know if that's fine." And Titus was laughing. He's like, "I'll do it if you're not going to. I'll. I, I like it." And I was right. like, "All right, I'm never going to say that." Right. Right. And he turns it into like you know a whole a, a thing. whole thing, and yeah. it's like all comes from that. And he's just he was he comes off stage immediately like just because it he could tell like it worked, and then it, the next night it was a little more, and then he's just oh man, so yeah, he's he still to this day he still like, to this day mocks me about like. Yeah rejecting my wife's joke idea in the <laughs> green room and him being like, well, then I'll try it. That's funny. That's wow. great. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Like I had a girl come up to me, uh, after a show a few weeks ago and I, I'm right now I'm talking, I've got this huge bit about the arc Ken Ham's Noah's Ark mm-hmm. in Kentucky. Cause I'm, I'm pissed at this guy. Right. I don't right. like it. I'm, so I'm uh, you know, I'm picking it apart and making fun of him, you know? And, uh, she comes up to me and she, we're talking and laughing about it right after the show, this girl. And, um, and she goes, you know, one thing that's odd to me is, um, 
you know, you have to sign a piece of paper. If you want to work at the Ark in Ken Ham's Ark in Kentucky, you have to sign a piece of paper uh, stating that you are a Christian, right? Which is discriminatory. You're not sure. allowed to. Especially since they got tax dollars. It's even- they got tax dollars and now they're discriminating, you know, on religions, right? But she said this to me. She goes, but Noah wasn't a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and she said that and it was like boom 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 <laughs> right, boom, yeah, boom. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like you hit the jackpot yeah. and i was like oh my god that's hilarious and she's not a comic right, right. she's then and, and i i didn't know exactly what to say if it was a comic i'd be like can i have can you want to sure. trade something but i was like that's your thought i almost feel violent it's like I'm, i don't want to just take right. it so i said to her can i do that and she was like yes it's funny make something you know, so now I've written this little joke. Noah wasn't a Christian, you know. So the man who built the first ark can't sell popcorn on the second one. <laughs> or frisbees. Or whatever. <laughs> or frisbees. Or balloons. Yeah. Or balloons. Yeah. So how, that's how what he that? told me that uh, that's interesting that you look up on eBay. Like, he was saying to me, like, because those, the teeth that he had that were like, he let me hold them and stuff, but they, he wasn't even, he wasn't going to just toss me one. Right. right. They were like six, seven inch. This well, is a large. There's some six inch ones on here that are like two thousand dollars. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the cutoff. Yeah, that he was telling me, you know, you five inch tooth is not a bad one. You know, it's not a bad tooth. But some of these he gave me are like you know, three three, two, three inches, yeah. two yeah. and a half inches. I don't think that to a collector these are like yeah whatever. Take you know here here you go. Take this one. You know, right. I find eleven of these a day. Take them. But that you know? but I mean that that's the equivalent of someone going through like a. A box of baseball cards. I'm like giving you, yeah. Here's Pete Rose rookie card. It's not worth as much as see. I don't Honus think Wagner. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, maybe you know. I guess depending on your perspective, you know. But it could also be like, yeah. Here's a George Brett late in his career. Right. Here's an Orlando Cespedes. Here's <laughs> right. a like. Here's a Willie Wilson. <laughs> yeah, that one's a Larry Boa. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like a you're the exactly. guy you kind of heard of. He's a third base coach in this uh, card. Though. Yeah. Here's one thing I don't like about doing this podcast is when Tom just dropped Larry Boa. Yeah. When he just dropped that name, I want to know how many people out there in the no, world Larry just Boa. giggled. I bet a lot because Larry think Boa. A lot of people yeah, just giggled so. when nobody, Tom. Nobody giggled. I don't think. Uh, what did they laugh hard, heartily? No, what I don't think anybody laughed. You think oh, no, zero I, no, people? I, I think that, I think people did. Yeah, Somebody I think did. knows Larry Boa, and I think people did for two reasons. His Number one, nephew's got to still be alive. He's actually a coach somewhere. Yeah, now. he's a coach. Is he? But it, people laugh for two reasons. Number one, they know Larry Boa, and he was basically that guy that everyone kind of knows, like Davy Lopes. Right, right. Is yes. that like a little bit better than a common right, card? That right, you're like, yeah. I don't know, a common don't know. card. Both of these people were so good at baseball; they went to the major yeah. leagues. Right, and we're like, yeah, you know, Davy Lopes. But it's just one of those names. But then the other one, it's also a funny name. Yeah. Larry Boa is a funny name, and so there's some guy who's in his car right now, sitting in traffic. He's like, <laughs> Larry Boa. Larry Boa. That's funny. I do kind of miss that about podcasts. Like, if you were on stage and you dropped Larry Bow or Megalodon Tooth, I said Megalodon Tooth, one guy laughed. Now I'm sitting here with 15 Megalodon and Teeth see, I, talking to and two I, guys. I think I've done this with you. I do it with Landau all the time. If, if Landau and I are doing shows together, we always will say, hey, you have to say Megalodon during your show tonight. Didn't we do something like that when we were working together? We like, gave we a, did. Couple, a couple words. I can't yeah, remember. we did. Have we worked together? Yeah, we worked together okay. in uh, Winston Salem. <laughs> was that what it was? No, it wasn't no. Winston Salem. It was uh, no, it was in Lansing. Yeah, it was in that 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 was it. Lansing. It yeah. was that, that pool hall that was like yeah, kind of yeah. a cool room. Yeah, yeah. It had the uh, it had the diorama in the lobby for look like it was the opening to Good Times. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. I think the, I think this was a good episode. It was fun. I think yeah. It's I like I like anything that starts out with Tom making fun of me and then I hand him something and he goes, Whoa. So every episode. Every episode. Every, right. right. How right. big was that thing's toothbrush? Right. And it, clearly we can't they used end it. on that joke. We can't end on we should have ended on the Larry Boa. The toothbrush didn't eh, what do you think? It was come on, man. It was it was Robin Yout's toothbrush. So Good night, everybody. Robin, Thanks for listening the, to the podcast. There. <laughs> Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is an on-tour production. Matt Holt, producer. He's also the guy that wrote this outro. And I'm amazed that he put his name in the very first sentence. Please rate and review us on iTunes. That helps other like-minded people find the show. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. If you would like to be the new producer of this show, please email us and let us know how you could be a better producer than Matt Holt. You can visit our Facebook page, too, at Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. I've been Stuart Huff, and I hope you like my obsessions as much as I do. Thank you for listening to me.